It is good to have your company on episode 610 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com. Send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Now, just before Christmas, I was in the car with my son, and we're, we're driving in one direction, and on the op- on the other direction, we see this cyclist. And with cyclists, you can generally summar- summarize what type of cyclists they are very very quickly like within a second like for instance um you'll be able to tell whether someone jumps on their bike um once or twice a year versus someone who's a weekend warrior versus someone who um may race on weekends versus a pro cyclist you'll be able to pick all of them they all look tremendously different um, and not just body shape, though that that's generally a huge giveaway as well. But the way they ride, there, how their bodies, um, how do they sit on their bike? What what sort of cadence have they got? How you know how they're bent at the elbows, their head position, the whole lot. You can you can summarize it real quick, all within a second. And you may not realize you're doing it, but you can, and you probably do. So we're driving along and we see this cyclist and it's clear he's a pro. Um, and it, you know, we're like um, oh, a couple hundred metres away from, from this guy coming as we're fastly approaching him. And I said, look at him. and Because it just stood out, stood out like dog balls that this is, isn't just a, a weekend warrior. And, I, and as we're getting closer, I go, is that Luke Plapp? Uh, and my son goes, I think it's Luke Plapp. And so instantly we start marking out. You're like, what the, what the hell's Luke Plapp doing here in Launceston? And um, so for those that who follow um, pro cycling, will know who Luke Plapp is. He's um, national uh, national champion with um, Team Ineos. And you just don't so instantly we go what's he doing here because Richie Port's not here and at first you'd think oh maybe he's here to do some training or whatever with Richie Port even though Richie's retired um but you know you wouldn't know that you know you would maybe think oh well, maybe he's doing that but I, I swim with Richie Port's dad and Richie's not due back in Launceston until about the 8th of January um so it's clearly not him, and it's just before Christmas. And well, there's no races. You got some tracks, track racing coming up straight after Chrissy. But so, being a nosy little turd that I am, I jump on Instagram as soon as you know I'm able to, and I send him a message saying, "Bro, was that you in Launceston that, that I drove past?" And he wrote back saying, "Yeah, that's me." And I go, "What are you doing here? Are you here for training or or something?" His partner is um, a, a, a good fellow Tasmanian, and so when he's here in Australia, he, you know, lives here in lives here in Tassie now. So, so that so that's good. So we've completely adopted him as our own little local boy now. So yeah, I just we, we, Jack and I, my son, who we just marked out big time. Thinking, oh, that's Luke Plapp. It completely because we watch a lot of cycling, my son and I, and and lately we've been watching a lot of cyclocross because that's what's going on at the moment in the world but yeah it was yeah it was, it was an exciting time but anyway today's question comes from sean who writes all right i'll cut down a bit of this question i'll give you the skinny of it 
Uh, so, Sean's from the UK. He's 49 years old. He's pretty new to triathlon. He did his first um, sprint distance last October, which was 400 meter swim, 22Ks of cycling, 3Ks of running. Um, he, he's got an arthritic hip. He did that with that um, from the old rugby days. Um, doing it, doing it through, um, had he's had hip replacement last November, rehab recovery is going well, and uh, am around 1500 metres a, a swim in the pool, around an hour on the bike indoor trainer, and he's done a few easy 5k runs, and as recovery is progressing. I have a sprint booked in in early April, an Olympic distance booked in in May, and an Ironman 70.3 booked in in mid-July. I've listened to your podcast, How Do They Train podcast, and uh, How Do They Train, and other podcasts for advice and tips. Do you think I should start the 70.3 training now and use the shorter tries as a guide or train for each individually and use the six weeks in between them to move up a step for the next one um so that's a you're progressing pretty quickly on the hip hip replacement being you know it was last october you had october no last november i'm just rereading that bit um november and already you've done a, a few easy 5k runs that's that's pretty impressive so um a, a, a couple of things I, I would how important is the 70.3 to you i would assume it's more a hell of a lot more important than the sprint distance and the olympic distance um not, not only because you know it's you know a progression upwards but it's um bloody expensive doing a 70.3 yeah doing anything ironman related is expensive but but as you go to these events, you kind of kind of get you look around and see where the money's kind of going. You, it, they're not cheap events. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, I would so all roads must lead to your seventy point three, um, and, and you've got to use your sprint distance and Olympic distance um, as stepping stones, as guides. To, as you you know you learn more, you you keep progressing through. So if you um look at what that you know you're at your 70.3 what the demands of your 70.3 is and you start working back forget your 70 forget your sprint distances there forget your olympic distances there just keep working your way back for to the point where you're at now um that sprint distance and and olympic distance may just blend in just beautifully in in timing wise um so the important thing right now would be is to become um, aerobically fit. So I'd be um, just just yeah, just focusing on um, easier efforts, um, getting your technique right in the in the pool, getting your technique right on, right on the run and and swimming because you don't really want to. Sorry, and on the bike because you don't really want to bung up that that good hip now. Um, so it's it, you're just slowly going to 
progress. So um, I wouldn't worry at all at this stage for trying to add too much intensity or add intensity. I'd be just getting getting the the little things done right first, and you can start progressing progressing forward. But you got to keep your mind on what that goal is at that seventy point three. Is it just the finish? Uh, do you want a certain time, or do you want to? Yeah, you, clearly you want to finish uninjured, and so you just got to slowly work your way back. The biggest thing you need to do is um, deploy a lot of patience when it comes to your running. I would assume because uh, um, you you don't want to get injured, and so I'd be getting a lot of the volume in through swimming and through through the cycling. So with the swimming, I would. Um, a lot of new new people to the sport will just go right. I'm going to go jump in and swim swim a K, and they'll just do a K non-stop. Where I, I would be being a little bit smarter with that. With that, I'd be trying to get that technique right. So if you go in there with 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 a, with a focus on something, so let's talk. You know, you can break it up with a hand entry for the next two weeks. After that, I'm going to focus on the catch part, that, that part that just leads to the catch uh, for the next two weeks. And then the third is I'm going to, you know, that pull through. And then the f- the next two weeks, I'm going to focus on, you know, you can you, you can progress. If you can get some video footage of yourself, then you can very, very quickly realize what, what kind of needs working on first. Um, and so I'd get the technique right first. If you're not sure um you can hunt around the uk and find a little learn to swim squad all different pools have different programs like two days a week or two sessions or for the next six weeks one day a week or whatever it is um they can they can be very valuable worth their weight in gold if your pool hasn't got any of that you can always harass one of the lifeguards um, just go, buddy, mate. How about you just keep a keep an eye out and just give me some tips? And nine ninety percent of the time, they'll they're working at a pool's boring as crap. So they're they're begging for something to go on. So if, um, that's always a really good option. And I've used that in the past too. I've I've harassed um a lifeguard who um I knew his dad was a spectacular swim coach. And I knew he was a really good um, swimmer himself. And so I harassed him and he gave me some really good tips and advice. And, you know, it didn't cost me anything. And apart from, g'day mate, how are you? You know, we become closer as friends. But um, um, I started drifting off. So get your technique right and just slow, get your um, volume in before you even consider getting your um any intensity in it all and you just start at that 70 point don't look now and move forward look at that 70.3 and work your way back from there like um at four, four weeks out from that 70.3 what do you really want to be doing do you want to be doing a a four-hour bike ride with a one-hour run right so what do you need to do to get to that stage then you move four weeks back and go for right. Well, what am I going to need at this stage so I can get that other one right? And yeah, and you just slowly work your way back, and then you'll once you've got that a bit of a half a mud map, then you can start right. Well, we've got a seventy point. We've got a, a f- an Olympic distance here. I got a sprint distance there. What what are my goals here? Chances are the goals is to gain as much experience as possible, um, and you can 
after you and after your races you can start adjusting think right i've done my sprint distance i realize i need help with this i need to do that and, and it, so over the next four weeks i'm going to focus on this and that and so but you, you create a bit of a a very wide open mud map between now and that 70.3 that chances are it will change dramatically as you're progressing but it, but at least you you're heading in a direction um, but just to download um, a 70.3 plan or go instant, go straight into a 70.3 program, I don't know if that, from where you're at now, I don't know if that's the smartest move. Um, it, ha- it has to be a slow progression up so you don't get injured and you can keep progressing. And uh, the thing that's about it, if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.